With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome, everyone, once again to a brand-new show. This is the RF Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, RF. You're on live with us on Tuesday, February the 22nd. we got a brand-new uh, brand show for you guys, of course. we got a full uh, packed hour worth of information. Our Tuesday shows are some of our best shows because we review everything that happened over the weekend. got a lot of stuff to talk about. Of course, we'll talk about the top story on everyone's uh, sports radar. It's got to be Carmelo Anthony trade. We'll talk about that. He is now a New York Nick officially, so we'll talk about that, what that means for both teams, the Nuggets and the Knicks, and also the Timberwolves because there was a third team involved. And we'll also look at what that does to the Western Conference and also the Eastern Conference as well. So we'll talk about that. We're also going to talk about, you know, this whole thing now with the NBA, the players, how they really got the control over the owners. We'll talk about if that's good for the league or if it's not. And we're getting to also the NBA trade rumors. Some stuff out there right now floating around. I think you guys are not going to believe. So we'll get your fan reaction on that. Let's get our show started real quick. Let me bring on my co-host real fast. Royce, how you doing tonight, man? What's going on, Rodney? You know, I had a bad dream last night. What's that? You, you know, I dreamed, I dreamed I was a Denver Nuggets season ticket holder. I mean, it was a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a nightmare. A lot of people woke up this morning. I know a lot of people walked wow. up this morning and hoped they were dreaming that they didn't lose uh, Carmelo yeah. Anthony, Chauncey Billups, and, uh, and Anthony I got, Carter as well, too. And I got a text from Spike Lee. He's the happiest man in America. He finally got something to cheer about. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Spike, right. of course, is a big he's the Nick man in America. what he's saying. Right. Probably through a right. party today, I would imagine. Uh, let, let, let's just rewind real quick before we get to uh, the top stories, which we always do at the top of the show. I want to remind everyone to visit our website. Go to rfsportsradio.com and visit our website. On there, you'll find all the stories that we discuss during the show. you see the write-ups about them. you also see other facts that maybe we did not cover. Uh, so make sure you go to the website, rfsportsradio.com. And we got a new feature on the website. We can actually watch RF Sports Radio TV. And right now we've got it posted, the last Mavericks home game. You can see Ryder B's live, live interview. You can see the press conference with Rick Carlisle before the game and after the game, and also other players like uh, you'll see Sean Marion, Tyson Chandler, Jason Kidd. All those videos are up on our website. Just go there. You can find it there. And then also come tomorrow when the Mavs have their next game after the All-Star break, uh, they're going to be playing uh, Sacramento here in Dallas. I'm sorry, they'll be playing Utah here in Dallas. And we're going to bring the press conference from Rick Carlisle live at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And all you have to do is go to our website at rfsportsradio.com, log on there. You can watch the press conference live 
at 6 p.m. tomorrow, Central Standard Time. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, we'll be covering a lot of Mavs and stuff today as well, too. Let's get into the top stories real fast. Let's review real quick. The, the weekend of the NBA was the All-Star game, and it started out Friday, the rookie and sophomore game. The rookies did win. They named uh, John Wall the actual uh, best player of that game, the MVP for that game, with that was going to be Blake Griffin. And then on Saturday night, Blake Griffin really had a chance to shine oh, when he won the slam dunk, slam dunk contest. Talk a little bit about that, Royce, and what you saw on the slam dunk contest that night. Ronnie, I, I must admit this year I was really impressed. These guys really came out something different. I didn't expect Blake Griffin to jump over a car. That was, that was really, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was showtime back in L.A. I mean, it really was. Right. right? It was uh, probably the best NBA dunk I've seen in years. And then, too, not to be outdone, of course, uh, James Jones won the uh, three-point shootout contest. Yeah, that was and also, a surprise. Um, yeah, that was a surprise, too, and Stephen Curry won the uh, skills challenge. I thought that was pretty good, too, right. one over my, uh, Russell Westbrook. But overall, I mean, talk a little bit about, you know, not before we get to the game part, but that dunk contest and that rookie-sophomore game, the excitement was really there. I, I really like the fact that oh, they yeah. had a lot of oh, excitement yeah. during the dunk contest, more so than in uh, seasons past. But we did right. have one sore loser. I got to point this guy out. You are the sore loser of the day. Uh, DeMar DeRozan made some comments today about how he felt like he was cheated during the dunk contest because he didn't have any props, he didn't have all the showmanship. Well, I guess he didn't get the memo that uh, that's yeah. what the dunk right. contest is. It's been like that for the last right. couple of years, from blowing blowing candles out on cakes to jumping on the 13-foot right. rim. To, right, right. Exactly. So I don't know what cake. he was right. thinking. He felt like he should have had a better, better first shot because he did just straight dunks, no props. But I don't know what he's thinking, Ross. Yeah, I mean, you know, he, he had to have some kind of prop. That that is, it, so many dunks you can do, Rodney. You know, you got to. It, it's not certain ways you can't dunk. I didn't tell you anybody do anything totally different. But like I say, you got to bring some kind of showmanship to the game now. I mean, that's you you're in front of the crowd. You got to entertain. You have to entertain the crowd. You really do. Yeah. Yeah. So Demar Derozan, you get our. Uh, sore loser sore of, the, of the day. Of the day. Yeah, right. sore loser of the day today. And that's just ridiculous, man. You should you should have got the game up a little bit more than that than to complain right. about after losing. So you are the sore loser for the day. Uh, a couple other Maybe top stories for the weekend. We'll get to the right, right. Uh, let's get to a couple of other top stories real fast. On Sunday, of course, you have the NBA All Star Game. Kobe Bryant wins the MVP for that game as the uh, West beat the East. The East tried to make a game of it late in the game, although the right. West was kind of out in front of them the whole game. Kobe had 37 points, uh, could have went for the record, which was 41. Of course, he didn't get a chance to get there, only finished with 37. We'll talk a little bit about what Kobe was able to do, Royce. I know it's not your favorite player, but I think he was really trying to make a statement in an all-star game on his home court. Right now, it's not like I didn't tell you. I told you so. I mean, in L.A., that's his town. And somehow or another, I knew Kobe Bryant was going to win the MVP. I, I just kind of knew it. I think he should have shared it, though. It could have been uh, LeBron played a, a good game, too. But, uh, you know, I think it was kind of a tribute to Kobe. I guess, was, you know, he, he must have had the best party for the weekend. So, I don't know. I know you're excited <laughs> about it. Well, Kobe deserved to win, first of all. I mean, LeBron 
probably would have won if they would have won the game. We did have a triple double, which is hard to right. do in the All Star game. Hard to do. That's but right. you know, Kobe, Kobe did outplay everyone. Um, and and the the biggest picture of the weekend for me was watching Kobe dunk on LeBron. Uh, for all you LeBron fans out there, go back and Google that. You can check that out on any uh, sports website, even ours. You'll see Kobe dunking on LeBron in the All Star game. I thought that was everybody a, a great got dunked on, Rodney. Come on, man. <laughs> everybody got dunked on. Well, I, I especially like that picture. Right, I yeah, I especially like right. that picture right there. Uh, but it was a great game, and, and the NBA really does the All Star game well. If you look at oh, all yeah, the really sports well. from. I'm uh, you look at all the other sports from baseball to uh, football, of course, we don't know what they're doing with their Pro Bowl. But I think the NBA really puts on the best show when it comes to All-Stars. Would you Would you agree? Yeah, and, you know, just to see all the kids and, 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 and the patrons of the kids, excitement, man. and I mean, they, they really do. And uh, there's a whole lot of kids that don't get to see the NBA at all, get to see the All-Stars. I think that's great, and they really do go all out. Kudos to the NBA. Hope to have basketball next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's we can only hope about right. that. Right, right. Yeah, we can only so, hope about that. All the more reason to work it out, man. You know, the, the sport is at its uh, highest, you know, probably the most watched sport. You know, basketball is real big right now, along with football. And like I said, it, you know, it's, it's for the fans, it's for the kids, you know what I mean? So guys, y'all need, really need to work it out. That's more reason to work it out. Get a deal done, let's go. Don't you agree? Oh, yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. Um, another top story before we get to the big story, which will be the mellow trade, we'll definitely got to talk about that. Other top stories, the uh, Major League Baseball, speaking of other sports, are getting ready oh, to start yeah. their season here in April, and they're in spring training right now. Uh, they haven't started playing games as of yet. They will start playing some next week, but pitchers and catchers are already throwing. The other players are reporting as well, too. We talked about Pujols and the, and the circus that surrounded him, when he showed up to training mm-hmm. camp. Uh, but there's some headlines being made in New York, and if you make headlines in New York, you make headlines across the world, and that's the whole rift between uh, the Yankees and Derek Jeter. In so many words, I don't want to quote, um, you know, what the uh, what Hank Steinbrenner actually said, but he said something to the effect of last year he felt like the players really had too much other concerns on their mind except for baseball. And he mentioned in particular – uh, millionaires, and he also mentioned in particular guys building mansions. And a lot of people took this as a shot towards Derek Jeter because Derek Jeter last year was building a mansion, uh, a home in New York uh, State, so he thought it was definitely shot at him. Jeter, being a professional he is, he's dealt with uh, every star brenner from the dad to the son. He laughed it off, no big deal to him. It, it just wrote, wrote off his back for per se. But I think that Steinbrenner is trying to light a fire up on this team because they're spending a lot of money and got a lot oh, of yeah. expectations. I think the, the spotlight in New York has got to be brighter than any other city, Royce. And would you agree on that? Yeah, as far, far as baseball, you know what I mean? You expect it. I mean, that's about team, if you think about it. You know, it's about championship. But, like, you know, he, mm. he's a Steinbrenner. I wouldn't expect anything less. You know what I mean? He's got to make some noise, got to get the name out there. And he's not his daddy. So, uh, we'll see how he runs his team. It's his team now. So, you know, like I said, they are the half payroll. So you got to get some kind of a toe. You know, you expect them to win. That, that, that's just natural for New York, you know, to win. Right, right. I agree with that. 
But as you, as the time goes on, we'll have a lot more coverage of spring training. We'll talk about the Rangers once they start playing and find out who they're going to put in this rotation. That's my biggest question oh, yeah, as well. Right. If, you want to, if you want to follow any baseball news, make sure you check out our, our Rangers site. Go to rangersfanblog.com. Log on there. You can find out everything everything you want to know about the Rangers and also about baseball in general. So log on to rangersfanblog.com uh, and find out information about that. Other top stories, uh, let's move to a little bit of NFL news. We still don't have a deal in place uh, for the collective bargaining agreement. And this is really starting to pay a toll on the teams as of right now. A lot of teams are talking about, you know, cutting down staff, letting employees go. Uh, Royce, you touched on this last show about how the people that work in these these, uh, uh, stadiums and the other people are going to be affected by not having NFL. We're starting to feel the players now, too. Players are getting cut. And if you're a free agent right now, you cannot get signed. You cannot sign with a team until after the collective right. bargaining agreement is done. So now teams are going to be going into the draft looking to fill holes that they would normally fill with a free agent. Uh, so right, right now is a very, very hard time if you're a player as a free agent because you have no team and you cannot join a team until the collective bargaining agreement is done. Well, it looks like the Saints have decided to get rid of Jeremy Shockey. They cut ties with him. Uh, looks like the uh, Colts, uh, and they cut ties with Bob Sanders, although Bob right. Sanders only played nine games in the last three seasons. Three but years, he, right. this guy was a, a defensive MVP at one time. MVP, though, yeah, he, he did Bob Sanders. Right, he did Bob Sanders. I, you know, I understand Carolina's getting rid of him running back, so it's going to be a whole lot It's a whole lot of guys going to be trading, but they know nowhere to go. So uh, that, yeah. that's another thing. You know, like I said, they've been talking all week. We keep hearing that they're close. I guess it's good right. that they're all at the table talking, you know. So uh, hopefully they would, you know, they, they know the deadline is looming. I think it's going to be up to the 11th hour. But I think they get a deal yeah. done. That's right. And I think part uh, of the reasons, of course, as I mentioned before, about Bob Sanders, he only played nine games in the last three seasons since he had his MVP uh, defensive MVP year, but more so they really getting ready to make Peyton Manning the highest paid player in NFL history. So they can't keep right. a guy like Bob Sanders on the payroll that's not going to provide any kind of stability to the team because he's out there, then he's hurt, he's out there, then he's hurt. So they had to get rid of someone. But uh, someone did get signed today, and that was Champ Bailey, the Denver Broncos. Right. This is Elway's first big decision before he decides who's going to play quarterback there. He signed Sam Bailey to a four-year deal. It's reportedly in between forty to forty-four million, which is still pretty wow. cheap for a guy like Sam Bailey. We have right. most of the top cornerbacks in the league making about fifteen million per year, so he, they're yeah. really getting him at a pretty good deal. So he will yeah, finish out his career as a Bronco uh, and retire right. as a Bronco as well. So congratulations to Sam Bailey on that. Uh, other congratulations last year. They need it. As bad as they were last year, they need yeah, they, they need finished, some uh, Yeah, they had a rough, right. very rough season last year. Yeah, you're right. They got to right. keep somebody back there on defense. The defense right. needs a lot right. of help too, so right. they got to keep That's somebody good. back there. And congratulations also in order as well for the Daytona 500 winner, uh, Trevor wow. Bain. This guy is 20 years old in one day. Wow. I mean, can right. you imagine being 20, your second race of all time? on a team that only runs about five races a year in the, right. in the Cup right. uh, Championship, and you win the Daytona 500. I mean, that's amazing. Your second race, you win the Daytona 500 at 20 years yeah. old. 
you know, that's just what NASCAR needed. They say the ratings were going down. I mean, you know, they even tried to style a racing. But for this kid to come out of nowhere, man, and win the ending, man, I mean, that's got to be a big blow to the sport. I mean, it's just fantastic. You know, guys are daredevil. Yeah, I think this is going to be huge for the for the sport. I mean, we talked right. about this when it happened on Sunday. It's kind of like, you know, Days of Thunder. It kind of reminds you a lot about that. Right. You right. know, a young guy, right. you know, it's kind of in you know, a movie script type of win. 20 years right. old, wins the Daytona 500, the biggest race of the season. I mean, what, what's what's going to be – I mean, the sky's the limit for this guy, so what's next for him? Well, well, right, you're absolutely right. He's, I mean, to start out your first race like this. But my understanding is they got a lot of new guys. I mean, even Dana's running this year. So it's going to be mm-hmm. really exciting. They're going to bring youth back into the sport. And I think this is just what NASCAR needs, man. I, I really do. It, you know, it even got me excited. You know, I started watching a couple of years ago, but now I'm a fan. I mean, it excites yeah. me. So you know, yeah. I think it's going to be really good for that. You know, we can't wait to see him in the next race. Okay, well, you're right about that. And it, it, you're right, he's going to see the next race. Now, he started out only running about five races this season. They had planned to run right. a lot of nationwide races, not, not so much a sprint cup. But... With that win, he's got sponsorship now. He's going to be able to run the rest of the season. So congratulations right. to uh, Trevor Bain and also the Wood Brothers, his team as well, too. And let's take a quick break real fast, Royce. When we come back, we're getting to the biggest topic of the of the day, of the week probably, of the season so far, and it's got to be the Carmelo wow. Anthony trade. We'll break that down. Uh, Rick will be joining me as well. He'll come on and give his thoughts about the Melo trade also. We'll be right back on the Iron Sports Radio Show. I'm going to go find me a kid somewhere so I can jump over it real quick. Uh, but we'll be right back <laughs> yeah. on the show. You guys stay tuned. Hi, this is Pastor Monica Wallace. I want to personally invite you to Kingdom Encounter every Sunday at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time on Blog Talk Radio. That's blogtalkradio.com slash kingdom encounter each and every Sunday at 5 p.m. Hear what the kingdom has to offer you and have your own encounter. That's blogtalkradio.com slash kingdom encounter Sundays at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time with me, Pastor Monica Wallace, and may God bless you. Tax time is coming. And you know you want your rapid refund as quick as possible. Call On Time Tax Services at 214-431-7853. That's 214-431-7853. Mention RF Sports Radio and get half off on your preparation fees. Call On Time Tax Services, 214-431-7853 to get your rapid refund on time. Calling all models, calling all actors, all music artists, calling all comedians and producers. I got a question for you. Have you been having trouble finding gigs, and not just gigs, but paid gigs? Well, if that's you, look no further. We've got the perfect solution for your problem. Go to webookgigs.info right now. Sign up and create your profile. And let me tell you what you're going to get. You're going to get updates about shows and paid gigs sent directly to your personal Twitter, Facebook, email, and your phone. Now, the best thing about WeBookGigs.info is it's absolutely no cost to I sign up. That. So what are you waiting for? Don't delay. WeBookGigs.info right now. Right now. This is RF with the RF Sports Radio Show. Do you have a business, a product, a service, or 
or a website and you need more customers, advertise with the fastest growing internet sports radio show and market your business to sports fans worldwide. Don't miss a unique opportunity to capitalize on the biggest marketing genre in the world. Email me at rfsportsradio at gmail.com. That's rfsportsradio at gmail.com. We have options for every budget, and don't let business pass you by. Features Blow Fly, Mayhem, Ken Jack, and the Grit Boys, with many, many other. Also featured production from super producer, none other than Big Chris. Available now at all of your favorite online retailers, iTunes, Amazon, Napster, Rhapsody, 7 Digital, E-Music, and every other major online retailer that you can think of. Don't wait, go pick up Smoke in the City now. It's blazing, it's blazing. And we are back live on the RF Sports Radio Show. Uh, we talked a lot about the top stories and the uh, everything from the All-Star Game to uh, Major League Baseball spring training to the new news in the NFL. But now it's time to get to the big topic, the big topic of discussion. And before I get uh, my guests back on, Rick and Royce, Rick will be joining us as well. The question for all the listeners out there, if you're listening to us, give us a call at 323-927-2906. The question is, is it good for the NBA to have players calling the shots the way they are? These teams are kind of building these superpowers, these three-star teams, these two-star teams. Is this good for the NBA as a whole? So that's the question. So if you guys are listening, give us a call. Let us know if you think it's really good for the NBA to have these superpowers at the top and then have these teams like Denver and Cleveland now that have no one, no stars whatsoever on their teams as well. Let me bring on Royce real quick, real fast. And, Rick, I want to welcome you to the program. How are you tonight, my friend? I'm good, man. I'm all right, you know, as far as life is concerned. But my basketball uh, feelings just got hurt today. You know, so how you doing? How's it going, Royce? How's it going? Well, you know, you could be a Denver Nuggets season ticket holder. That'd be the worst thing you could be. <laughs> yeah, you show you right. <laughs> right. So let's let's get right to it. I mean, let's talk about the season ticket holder. They woke up this morning, uh, not knowing what happened about midnight last night, and their their star player Carmelo Anthony, the guy that's been with them since he came into the league. It's gone. I mean, he's going to be a New York Nick now. The details of the trade are a little bit sketchy, although it did get finalized finally. And for what right. I understand, the Knicks are going to get Carmelo, Chauncey Billings, Anthony Carter, and also Corey mm-hmm. Brewer as well from the Minnesota Timberwolves. And the Nuggets are going to receive Gallinari, um, uh, Mozgov, another Russian player, Raymond Felton, Wilson Chandler, they're also getting three draft picks, one of them being a first-round one, and they're saving about $25 million on their cap this year. That's hard money that they're going to save this year uh, to go into right. the future. The Timberwolves, the third team involved, which they had to get involved to make the deal work. They're receiving Eddie Curry, the money from the Knicks, so they can make their deal work, and also uh, Anthony Randolph, a player that they really wanted. They also get $3 million and a second-round pick in 2015. 
So initially, Rick, I mean, what do you think about the deal as a whole? Are you surprised? Are you surprised that the Knicks gave up so much to get him? I mean, what do you think about how it's working out right now? I don't, I don't think, you know, it's a bad deal at all. You know, I actually think the Knicks comes out pretty good, you know, considering the fact that they get one of the best players in the NBA, probably the best scorer in the NBA, and, you know, they get a solid point guard that comes along with it who's still easily top 10, top 8 as far as point guards is concerned. They did give up some they did give up some potential in a couple of players, but where I think they made it out okay was the fact that they didn't, you know, give up uh, first-round draft picks. Yeah, they did give up one, but, you know, Second-round draft picks, you know, are, are you know are not really good picks anyway. You can do just as good in free agency. So, you know, I, I do think the Timberwolves got a pretty good good guy in Anthony Randolph. They get a guy with a lot of potential, you know, and expiring contract, so they can kind of build for the future a little bit. So, I mean, really, I think the Nuggets get the bad end of the deal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and talk about the Nuggets a little bit, Royce. You can't mention how the season ticket. Holder Fields. I watched their press conference today, and they were apologetic more so about yeah. Chauncey Billups right. than were about Carmelo. Right. I mean, Carmelo, their yeah. hands were kind of tied. He wanted to go to New York, but Billups is from Denver, and they apologize not only to him but his family also. Yeah, you know, it, it's great if you're a Knicks fan, and it's sad if you're a Nugget fan. But at the same time, you know, I, I don't have a problem with that because, you know, everybody should have known he was leaving. It wasn't no secret. And uh, this is the nature of the NBA right now. You know, LeBron James, this is where it's going to be from now on. I mean, these guys are going to leave. Kareem, I do. The boss started this. When he left Milwaukee and wanted to go to L.A. And and uh, yeah. ever since then, it's been, uh, now it's just even worse. But I, I have no yeah. problem with it. I, I'm, it's good for the fans because, you know, think about how many times you thought about a dream team or a player's team are playing together. You know, Charles Barkley did it. He went to Phoenix. You know, so this is, you know, I'm excited about it. It's good. And the team that want to do better just have to step up. That's bottom line. Okay, but let's talk about that real quick because that, uh, that is the reaction question today is, is this good for the NBA that these players are now able to call their shots and, and form these superpower type of teams? I mean, what does it do for the NBA as a whole? Now, that's a good question. Now, but you know, my opinion you know, a player can do whatever he wants to do. I think any time right. that a player calls a shot and not the owner, the fan has a, immediately puts his angst and his hate towards the player, you know, more so right. than they do the team. You know, it used to be that if the team traded somebody, we just hate the team. You know, it, right. now, we, now we're putting a face to it with the player versus the actual team. But as a whole, I mean, think about this. They're only going to be a, in the next three years, they could really only be a couple of maybe six or seven teams, and then the rest of the NBA is nothing. You know, if you think about it, there might be three to four perennial all-star players on one team. Look at the all-star game this year. You had four Celtics, three Miami Heat players. Right. If you look at it now, you had two guys from the New York Knicks on either side of the ball. You had two, uh, you had two Lakers. You could have had three Lakers. I mean, if you think about it, the whole, you know, all-stars are going to be on these six or seven good teams, but what about the other franchises in the other markets? And if you remember, there is no revenue sharing when it comes to the NBA, not like the NFL. The NFL, uh, uh, they could draft a Sam Bradford, they could draft a Cam Newton, and instantly move them up in the uh, upper echelon with teams, but in the NBA, it don't work like that. 
there's no sharing of revenue. So a team like Sacramento, they're talking about moving to another area. You got teams like uh, Seattle, they had to move to Oklahoma City. I mean, what does this do to the NBA as a whole, Rick, if you look at this, the players allowing just to go to these certain teams in these big markets? I mean, it, it does. It makes things look a little little strange, you know, but I, you know, I absolutely have no problem with it because, you know, I look at it just like it's another job <clears throat> and any person can can go to any company and work as long as that company will hire them, you know, and and the players, I think they should have some say in, in, in where they go. As long as they come in, they fulfill out their contract, and if they decide to go somewhere and play, then they got to you know, fulfill that contract too, even if things go south. You know, they gotta be responsible for their own their own decisions, you know. And these guys they can go to all these teams and get together and do as much as they want. It's only gonna be one team that's gonna win. It's only right. gonna be yeah. one team that's gonna win. All of them can't do it. You know, the in the end yeah. the people that's gonna be mad are gonna be the other owners. You know, they're gonna be mad because yes, they are gonna lose that lose some of that money, but they're not gonna be spending as much money as those other guys either. Right, and plus, well, that's true. you know, the, the teams with the bad markets, uh, people are gonna play to see the stars play anyway. But at the same time, what better reason not to go? What better reason not to go international? Because then you start going. They're already getting players from all over the world. So why not? Mm-hmm. Uh, these guys are just as good as some of these guys in the NBA. So what better reason to expand the sport and go on to get overseas teams and international players? You know, so I, mm-hmm. I mean, I think what other, that's a good reason to go global. But okay, the hope that the NBA teams won't actually be located over there. Could you just imagine getting traded to Spain? Right. right. Well, you know, these guys for years they wake up, and the owners been trading these guys. You, you, you know, you may wake up one morning and be somewhere else. So. You know, mm-hmm. the, the, it, it used to be on the owners. Now the players had that choice. So, I mean, that's just yeah. the nature of the sport. I mean, that's just the way it is now. It really is. But, but, think, so, but you talked about the NBA expanding. I mean, they, they do want to expand, it, it, just like the NFL wants to expand as well, right. too. But doesn't this hurt the expansion? Because if you think about it, if you put a team in Spain, you put a team in Europe, but the players decide, I want to go to New York, I want to go to Miami, I want to go to L.A., I want to go to Chicago. If you had the players call the shots about where they want to go, then, I mean, why would a player say, hey, I'm going to go over here to Spain or go to England? I mean, it, I think it hurts the NBA as far as the expansion plans, not just globally, but here in the United States. Well, Ronnie, what about the players that don't want to go and get traded anyway? What's the difference? Well, that's true. That's true. I understand that. <laughs> well, but if I'm you want to be with a team, right. But here's the and thing. If, 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 I think it's a phase that they probably, you know, going through at some point. That whole little right. team up situation of uh, a playoff. First right. of all, it's only so many players out there that can do that. Right. You know, it's right. only so many right. players that can even right. can right. even do it. So, you know, I don't think it's anything like that that'll last long. Nah. It's a couple more players nah. that can actually, you know, try to team up with somebody. Right. You know, if if that's right. the case, but. Players should always be able to say, look, you know, I, I fulfill my contract, and if I want to go right. to Seattle and play or Oklahoma City and play right. or wherever, I can you know, go. if they're going to let me play, I'm ready to go. Right. Mm. I mean, yeah, I, I agree with you on that. I agree. I'm just looking at, you You hear about these stories about franchises struggling. 
I mean, the Hornets uh, are owned by the NBA right now. They're talking about moving to another area. Sacramento is talking about moving to another arena. You know, if you think about, you know, the expansion for the NFL as a whole, as a team, you know, it does hurt those fans that like to watch the NBA action in other cities besides the, the major markets. But now they're the ones losing the players because the players want to go back to the major market teams when they may not have the money to bring in other players. I mean, you think well, about, Rodney, you think you know, about baseball, what happens, what's happening in Cleveland is going to happen in Denver, too. Well, right, the baseball teams have moved, uh, football teams have moved in the middle of the night. I mean, it, it, life goes on. I mean, you know, mm. they they moved to another city. That's good for that city. It's just like the, the Cowboys Stadium, not even in Dallas. The Arlington benefits. I mean, it's still going to go on. I'm telling you, and it's still going to shift, you know, at some point because guys are only good, you know, for so long. At some point, that's got to to, to fade out. See, for me personally, where it hurts is, you know, my favorite team, one of the greatest teams of all time, the Philadelphia 76ers, it just got bad on us. (laughs) (laughs) It just got bad on us. We got bad on everybody. We're struggling and we're sitting, we're holding on tight to that seventh spot. You know, we got 27 wins under our belt. We done lost more than we won, but we're still in there. You know, it just got tougher because not only did Carmelo just come to the same conference, he actually came to the same division as well. You know, so, right. you know, we're going right. to especially have to play him four times a year. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the thing. Now here's, now, here's the other part of the equation we need to discuss as well, too. What does this what does this trade do, uh, Rick, to the Eastern Conference as a whole? I mean, you already got Boston, you got Heat the Miami Heat right behind Boston by percentage points, uh, you know, right in second place. You got Chicago, you got uh seventy sixes as you brought up as well too. But you also got Orlando, you got Atlanta. I mean, what does it do with the East? Does this make East the the biggest conference, the best conference out there? No. Well, I mean, I can't say that, you know, that it makes them the best. I mean, you can you can make an argument that their best eight is just as competitive as the West best eight, you know, but with Carmelo going over there it, it, it shifts it shifts a little bit. Because still outside of outside of Dallas, outside of uh, uh San Antonio San Antonio you know Lakers. and and the Lakers and throw Oklahoma City in there, you know, outside of those four teams, you know, the rest of the the, the West is looking, you know, okay. You know, they're very beatable. Mm-hmm. But then you got Boston, you got Miami, and an up-and-coming team in Chicago get, that could already match with those teams in the West. Didn't say beat them, but they can match with those teams in the West for sure. And with Carmelo coming over there, that just boosts up New York. It's simple. Okay. Well, now you, now you're looking that, like that, that. that means there's well, going to be a battle that. in the East, but it's all going to come down to, like Rick said, only one team from the East and one team from the West. and made the best team win. So yeah, it's going to be a battle in the that. East. I'm, I'm, I'm with that. I'm with that all day. My thing is this. If you look at the top teams in both conferences, right now the right. top teams in the East outside of Boston – all have young talent. You know, the Heat got young players. The New York Knicks got right. young players. Orlando's got young players. I mean, they could be good for a long time. You look at the top teams in the West, these guys are all veterans. L.A., a bunch of veterans. Well, you got the, the Mavericks, a bunch of older teams. You got the San Antonio Spurs, one of the oldest teams. 
So yeah, they got some young the, players. The elders, all the elder statesmen, you know, as far as you look at the face of these teams and the, and the way these teams are built, are in the Western Conference. So is it set up to now that the West is going to have to retool with some young players? I know we got Kevin Durant. I know we got LaMarcus Aldridge. We got Blake Griffin. But, I mean, they're right. going to have to start retooling because it seems like, you know, all the power starting to shift to the East. I mean, what about the Western Conference, Ross? Well, I, I tell you what, Rodney, I guarantee you and Rick, we hadn't seen the end of draft. Draft day, the deadline is yet to get here. It's going to be a lot more movement in the next couple of weeks, I guarantee you. So, really, we don't know what's going to happen in the next couple of weeks. Somebody's going to retool. Somebody's going to get somebody. Right. Somebody's going to, right. You mean the trade deadline in the next couple of days, yeah. Right. And I I, I tell you what, the Knicks made that move, and it's a solid move for the Knicks, but there's still a couple of things that they got to face. Number one, you know, whether they gave up a lot of good players, they gave up a lot of depth. That's really what right. what, what kind of hurts them, you know. So the Knicks got to go back and kind of got to fill those pieces again, right. you know. And they did this in the middle of the season, just like Miami started off slow and all of that. The the Knicks they're going to need their time to gel. Miami is still gelling, you know. The right. Knicks yeah. are going to need their time to gel. So you know that it's not that they're just going he's going to come over there and they're going to dominate, you know. But as far as the, you know, like the upcoming years. You know, the teams in the East are going to have to get stronger if they're trying to get out because Miami and, 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 and uh, New York and Chicago, you know, they can really right. take that situation over. Boston's going to fall off. Yeah. They, they are a little longer in the two. So, yeah. it's, you know, right. at some point they're right. going to start falling off. They got some old players. But you got you got Orlando, a young team with Dwight Howard. They can always build around him. Chicago with Derrick Rose. I mean, it seems like all the young up-and-coming talent is now in the Eastern Conference. But they could open the doors up for a guy like Kevin Durant, a guy like uh, Chris Paul, who may or may not oh, be yeah. in the Western Conference next year. He may be in the Eastern right. Conference as well. De- uh, Deron Williams may be in the East next year also, too. The Knicks are looking to bring in that third uh, all-star. But a guy like Kevin Durant, LaMarcus Aldridge, maybe this opens the door for them to be the guys that run the West, you know, if they stay over. Right. You know, it could definitely right. do that. But before we get off the trade, let me ask you guys one quick question. And this is kind of, you know, no one's ever really talked about this as of yet, you know, because they're kind of looking at the trade right now. But did Carmelo go to a better situation, a better team? Right now the Denver Nuggets are sitting at the seventh spot. Uh, I'm, I'm at the seventh spot in the Western Conference as the playoffs start today. The Knicks right now, they're in the uh, sixth spot right now. On the team that they've already put together, they've been playing with for so long. Now, did he go to a better situation? You know, on the team he was on right now was a was a team that's been in the playoffs, although they haven't done much in the playoffs. They made it to the Western Conference Final at one time. But he's going to a team the Knicks that haven't made the playoffs in I don't know how long, how many years. So did he go to a better oh, situation? Oh, I put it like this. He, he, he never got a championship in Denver, so he has a better you know. chance of getting a championship in New York than he does There's in Denver. So. Do you uh-huh. think he does though? Right. Do you it think he has a better chance right New York going up against Boston, against Miami, against uh, New York, against uh, Orlando? Does he have a better chance now than he did as a Denver Nugget with Chauncey Billups, J.R. Smith, Aaron Afaro, Nene? They had a lot of people that's been playing there for a while, and a coach in George Carl. So, Rick, is he in a better situation but, now? Or did he but, leave where he should have been? If if I had to hop into the mind of Carmelo Anthony, I would think that <clears throat> the right choice was made. 
You know, he feels yeah, like he's he in a situation. To. Look at it on, on the face of it. You're not going to beat Dirk Nowitzki in the Dallas Mavericks, nor Tim Duncan in the San Antonio right. Spurs, or Kobe Bryant right. in the Lakers. You're not going to beat them. So go and wrap right. that up. I don't care who you right. got on your team over there in Denver, and he know that. He's going to go over into the East where he feels like he got a better chance. And quite as kept, even though LeBron James is the best player in the league, I can safely say that now. In my mind, right. he's the best player in the league. Carmelo Anthony got confidence on LeBron. Carmelo been beating LeBron every time he played. He always yeah, ended up getting the best school. of LeBron. That goes back to high school. Carmelo got confidence yeah. on LeBron. You know, yeah. and, I mean, I know he's going to go over there and he's going to tell him, look, dude, I've been beating him since high school. We can take them. And he's going to feel right. good about that situation. And, and don't forget, yeah. he, he still has Jonathan Billups. I mean, he's going too. So you really have Mr. three good Clutch. players. Mr. Clutch. Right, Man, they right. Nice, you have three good players. Right, they got mm-hmm. the big three. Right, but uh, yeah, yeah. did you, did you expect this Denver Nugget team to actually win the West this year? Did you actually believe no, they would win the they West? A, I thought they had. A, I thought they had a pretty well put together team. The they fourth, had a, a decent they, they bench. They the fourth best team in the West. That, What's I, wrong with that? Is, is New York right. is, is New York the fourth best team in the East? Okay, it's just like LeBron and Cleveland. Bonnie, you do this well, year after saying. year, and you don't see your way when of they, getting over the hump. Right. When they you know, move on. If, if, if you think that the Nuggets are the fourth best team in the West, you, you cannot think that the Knicks are the fourth best team in the East. N- not right now, but who knows? With Carmelo. With Carmelo, right, they're, right. they're not the fourth best team in the East. And not in my mind, I wouldn't even think that they was the the – Fourth best in the West. I don't think they can beat right. Portland. I don't think they right. can beat Oklahoma City. Right. Yeah. Well, there you go. I, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Well, a lot of people seen with this trade. We're gonna we're gonna find out immediately how good this trade paid off. Because Sunday on ESPN, they've already got the promos up. The 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 Knicks are gonna be taking on the uh, Miami Heat. Uh, so we'll get a chance to see how well the team's gonna be put together, and if this battle between LeBron and Carmelo how it's gonna shake out, shape up, because they'll be playing each other every year, all year, uh, from now on. So we'll talk about that. Let's take a quick break, real fast. When we come back, we we'll talk about the other NBA trade rumors out there. Some stuff you guys are not gonna believe. Um, I got a tweet from Karan Butler. He is pissed off. So we'll talk about that in a second. When we get back, you listen to the RF Sports Radio Show, where it's sports talk from a fan's perspective. This is RF with the RF Sports Radio Show. I'm here live with my good friend, CEO and creator of LawApps.com, Jared Rice. Why don't you let everyone know exactly what LawApps.com is? It's a mobilized version of an attorney's regular website so that people can access the site on mobile phones like smartphones, whether it be HTC, iPhone, Android, BlackBerry, or Palm, or any Windows-based system. So why does an attorney need LawApps.com? Well, if you have a regular website and people are pulling it up on their mobile phone, obviously they can't see it. So if you don't have a mobilized version of your site, you're missing out on millions of customers. And, you know, for business, that's not a good thing, especially in 2011. So what's the best way for people to get in contact with LawApps.com? Go to our website at LawApps.com, and apps is spelled with a Z on the end, not an S. Or they can give us a call at our toll-free number, one 888 974 That's one 
and it's LawApps.com, L-A-W-A-P-P-Z.com. Get your law firm out of the dark ages. What's up out there with it, world? What's up with it? It's your boy Chosen. Man, and I'm back in the building, you dig? And for all of y'all that haven't already done it, you know what I'm saying? Go out there and join icebreakerproductions.com right now. Support your favorite ICE artist right now. You know what I'm saying? Get a ringtone, get a t-shirt, buy the calendar right now. Or you can even pick up a teddy bear. You know what I'm talking about? We got everything. Got everything. Um, every Wednesday, y'all need to be checking out the Icebreaker Radio Show at mm-hmm. 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. 7 p.m. Can you hear it? Icebreakerproductions.com. You know what I'm saying? Scroll down about the middle of the page and click on the player and you got us. You know what I'm saying? And if that ain't working for you, hop on iTunes and listen to us on the podcast. I ain't tripping. You know, you can get us on anywhere. anywhere. And uh, if you really want to know what's going down at all times with Icebreaker Productions, you got to follow us on Twitter at Icebreaker Radio. And if right you're a now. Facebook lover, hit us up, Icebreaker Productions. You know right what they do. And uh, for all of y'all that like them live, fresh videos, you know you can follow us on the YouTube channel, Chosen972. Right you're now. still in the old school and, you know what I'm saying, you still on MySpace, hit us up, 972. We ain't tripping. And uh, without further ado, we're going to go ahead and hop into this album, the reason that you're hearing my voice. Uh-huh. You like one of these artists, you know what I'm saying? So get your jam on, get your lean on. Yeah. And uh, I'll be back at you later on in the future with more ICE announcements. Already. And we are back live on the RS Sports Radio Show. This is our Carmelo Anthony trade special, NBA rumor special as well, too. So let's jump right into it. Let me bring back our host real quick, uh, Royce, Rick, bring you guys back on the line. We talked about Carmelo Anthony's trade, but there are more trades brewing uh, with the deadline approaching on the 24th, which is Thursday. We'll be on that night, so we'll give you guys some up to many information on the trades. Let's go over some of the talk that's been happening here locally. There's been some talk about Devin Harris coming back and being a Maverick again. Why he would be a Maverick, I don't understand. I know they got four guards right now. Why would he come back and be a Maverick? I don't know. You know, I have no idea. But it's been reported that the the Nets have requested they want, I'm sorry, Karan Butler's uh, expiring contract, and they also want Dominique Jones to make the deal happen. And Cuban has told me personally he's not going to trade Karan Butler whatsoever. So when this news hit the wire, Mark, Mark Stein made a tweet about it, and immediately Karan tweeted back, I'm not going anywhere, period. You know, I tweeted him again and asked him about the room. He said the same thing, I'm not going anywhere, period. So he's a little ticked off about the talk. First of all, why would Devin Harris come here? Where would he fit in on this team, Rick? Why would you want Devin Harris here at this point in time? Really, at this point, you know, he wouldn't be much of a factor. You know, I mean, he's a good player, but, you know, if whatever it is that Devin Harris would bring to the team right now, they pretty much already have that, with the exception of, you know, some perimeter defense. But how many minutes, you know, would he actually get out there would be the question. You know, I think bringing Devin Harris back would be more for the future than anything because Jason Kidd is not going to be there too much longer. You know, and Devin Harris is a solid point guard. Like I say, he can defend on the perimeter, not a great shooter. He can get to the basket, but they got guys that can get to the basket already, and they're playing well. So I would think why mess that up with that kind of player? You know, so it would, you know, it would be strange, you know, to see Devin Harris back, you know, but I can guarantee, you know, if they bring him back, that's more for the future than anything. 
it's got to be for the future. I mean, Royce on this team right now, you got four point guards right now. You got J.J. Barrett could come in and take minutes for kids. Roddy Boubois is back. He's playing very well. He's averaging uh, double digits a game. I mean, why the talk about Devin Harris? You think this talk is real? And you think giving up Karan Butler is the way to go? I mean, I know he's an expiring contract, but the guy can play. I hope this is just a rumor, Rodney. No way in the world they take Karan Butler. They did. I caught for Carlisle's head. <laughs> I would. No way. <laughs> right. So, well, you know, this just could be a rumor that the Nets threw out there since they lost out on the Carmelo deal. You know, it could be a sign of trade. I mean, just to get somebody else who knows. And like I said, I think they're just throwing something out there. I I don't see him fitting in the doubt at all. What? I mean, I yeah. tell you what, though, if they, if they bring him back, you know, some of those other guards can't get no minutes. You know, they, they're going right. to have to go. I mean, they J.J. Barrett's minutes will pretty much be right. gone. They'll probably have to try to get something for him. You know, if they can right. fit him into the rotation, I mean, he'll be a nice pick to have, a nice player to have. Make no yeah. Yeah, but what, I mean, he I mean, play, what, what, but it's what, the chemistry that I'd be worried about. Right. Where, where, where would he come in? At? J.J.'s playing the – I mean, he's he's my choice for sixth man of the year. And you got Roddy's back and Jason Kidd's out. I mean, where would he fit in? I mean, he wouldn't have no minutes. Uh, Carlisle's yeah. going to have his hands full already trying to get a good lineup, you know, uh, trying to get everybody minutes. I think that's just another. I mean, I don't see him fitting in with the match. I just don't. Like I say, yeah, it's kind of mess up the, it would mess with the chemistry a little bit, but right. Devin Harris is better than both of those players. He's better than yeah. Roddy Bobois and, and J.J. Barrett. You know, so somebody's so? not going to play it. Yeah, I think so. I think so. He's better than both wow. of those players, and he's and he's proven wow. that. But don't you think the potential of a guy like Roddy B is, is greater than Devin Harris? I mean, we've seen what Devin Harris can yeah, do as a Maverick and as a New Jersey net. I think his potential is, is, is better at this point because Roddy's only played, you know, one year in a couple of games, you know, but he's right. been hurt a lot too, you know. I think his potential is better, you know, but Devin Harris has been doing it. You know, he was an all-star before too. You know, David Harris, is yeah. I mean, David Harris can play basketball, man. He really can. Like yeah. I say, you know, the thing is, right now with me, I would be worried about the chemistry because I kind of like, you know, I done got used to seeing the Mavs the way they way they are right now with, right. with Roddy coming back. You know, I ain't got used to that. I've been begging for him to make a move, you know, pretty much the, the whole year, and maybe this is the move for yeah. them to make. But they're going to have to find mm-hmm. something to do with that guard spot. Him and Jason Kidd could coexist out there on the court. Devin can still get to the basket all the time and shoot pretty nice, good. He shoot free throws pretty good. He's a good player. Yeah. But the Mavs, I mean, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Having him will be a, a, a luxury. Uh, definitely having right. him will be a luxury on that roster where you got, you know, right now the hardest time, the hardest thing that coach has to do is try to get everybody in, a nine-man rotation right. or 12-man rotation. So having Devin would just be a luxury. I, I get it. I understand that. And for the future, it could be a good move. But, man, I mean, that kind of complicates things if you bring him in there. You know, the team that's already trying to fight for minutes, J.J.'s minutes have already been reduced with Roddy coming back. I mean, I can only imagine what would happen if we added Devin Harris. But we'll keep following that story. He's either going to go to Dallas, as what they're reporting, or to Portland, which he probably would be a better fit in Portland. He can come in, 
They can get rid of Andre Miller. He can dish it out to LaMarcus Aldridge, provide some scoring a lot more. Now since uh, Brandon Roy, of course, we heard the bad news about him. He may only have one season left. So I think right. he'd be a better fit in Portland. So we'll see what happens with that. Other trades are being talked about right now. Of course, nothing is final. But the Hornets are looking to make a trade. They're uh, they're out there shopping around Marcus Banks, uh, David Anderson, and Willie Green uh, to find out what they can get. They're even willing to offer uh, Marcus Thornton, their uh, two-guard uh, as well, too. Now, they're owned by the NBA, so we'll see what happens with them. I don't know who's going to pick them players up. Maybe a team looking to create some kind of uh, cap space. But the, the Hornets want right. draft picks. That's what they want. They want draft picks. Right. And now the Memphis second-round second picks definitely for any one of them players. <laughs> you already know. Now, the, well, the, I, I the Memphis what the, Grizzlies. This Carmella trade really put a lot of general managers on notice. It's, it's him, and, oh, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're going to really work now. Yeah, once that happened, now people can start making some moves and especially teams right. that have to play Melo or play, you know, to have a chance to kind of move up in the uh, West as well now that Melo's gone. One of those teams, the Memphis Grizzlies, now I don't think they should make a trade at this point. They're only about one game behind uh, the Denver Nuggets as they are right now. Now they don't have Melo. They really got a chance to make it to the playoffs right now. But they're trying to trade O.J. Mayo, Hashim be and also Zach Randolph. Now, Mayo wow. has been talked about going to uh, Chicago. Chicago wants him man to be a backup, you know, to take some minutes from Derrick Rose and right. put him out there on the floor right. as a score. So, Chicago's trying to pull in uh, O.J. Mayo. That deal's not finalized. They're talking to that right now. And Zach Randolph may become Orlando Magic. And the Magic are supposedly willing to give up Brandon Bass and Jason Richardson to try to make wow. a deal to bring Zach Randolph there. And that could be a well, huge deal right there, Rick. That could be a huge, yeah. huge deal right there. I mean, think about Jack Randolph on the Orlando Magic. I mean, but wouldn't the Grizzlies want to stay pat? I mean, they're only one game behind Denver. I would. I'd stay pat if if, if I was Memphis, you know, or if I did make a move, I wouldn't be getting rid of either of those two players, O.J. Mayo nor, nor Zach Randolph. You know, Zach Randolph would go to Orlando and fit in pretty nice. You know, he he really would. That day. They'll make some noise, but they still won't be, you know, won't beat those other teams nah. out. I can pretty nah. much assure you that. But you I know, agree with nah. I don't see why why Memphis would make that move. If they, if I was Chicago, I'd take OJ Mayo. He'd go over there and he he'd be starting. All he got to do is get the defense together a little bit because his his offense is nice. You know, he 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 yeah. could be a starter in Chicago and get him some good minutes out there. He can score. Yeah, anywhere on the yeah, floor. He can. Yeah, he can. He can. Yeah, and it'd be, it'd be a lot of late nights tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be a lot of gentlemen with a couple of rolls yeah. up tonight. Right. <laughs> That's for sure. Right. And then the Clippers down. are trying to – the Clippers right now are trying to shop around to find a smile forward to play out there with right. Blake Griffin. Uh, they were actually pursuing uh, Gallinari before he got traded to the Nuggets, and now they're trying to get a player uh, – they're trying to get somebody in – to play right there with Greg, Blake Griffin, or they like to have some draft picks as well too. I mean, they've been doing pretty well in the draft, in the draft, from getting Blake Griffin, uh, Eric Bledsoe. So they've had some good success uh, in the draft, and they got Chris Kamen's, uh expiring contract to kind of dangle out there as well too. So we see what happens with that. Now another talk that just popped up on the uh, wire 
is, as you guys, we talked about Corey Brewer is not going to be a New York Knicks. Well, the Knicks are already trying to shop Brewer. They're talking about him going to the Celtics to free up some cash space for them. I mean, this this could be a move right there in the Eastern Conference, but why make you know, your competitor even better? <laughs> you know, if you didn't have plans for the future, I guess, but why uh, try to make your competitor even better by giving them uh, Corey Brewer? Corey Brewer is a serviceable player. I mean, he's not a all-star, but he right. gives you some good minutes. Am I right? Right. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I, you I know, I, I, I don't understand what the – maybe they're trying to find some cap room. I don't know what's going on with the Knicks, but uh, uh, they, they're definitely making some moves. They, we're talking about it. So, that says a lot. They, you know, they're talking to town right now. Yeah. I mean, but Corey, and Corey Brew is a serviceable player. I mean, he, he'd be okay, right. you know, with New York. He's not a guy that just – Demands the ball. I mean, he plays okay right. defense. He can he can he's be a lot better. But yeah, he. I mean, he'd be okay with them. And the Celtics are looking to kind of add to. You know, if you think about, it, they got some injury problems from Marquise Daniels right. uh, to Devontae oh, yeah. West. So they have some injury problems, and they need to kind of bring yeah. some more roster players in. They've even been in talks uh, reportedly with the Rockets to get Shane Battier. Uh, wow. over to them as well, too. So they're trying to get something wow. done to pull in some kind of players out there. They've been talking about Anthony Parker all week. That deal hasn't hasn't come to fruition yet, but they are talking about getting uh, Shane Batty from the Rockets. The Rockets are looking to deal. Uh, they, that's oh, one yeah. team I thought for sure in the Carmelo talks. They're trying to deal big time. And, uh, I yeah, they're to, they're uh, savage for teams, right. Yeah, and I sent a message out to um, I put sent the message to Bill Ingram from Hoosworld. Uh, dot com. He covers the Rockets. He says that the Rockets are looking to pull in uh, Nene and also uh, Harrington from the Nuggets in exchange for draft picks. The Nuggets are trying to to stock up on them. I don't know if that is going to go through, but they do need a center. You know, they don't have Yao Ming, so they do need a center. Nene is is, right. is pretty serviceable at the five spot. So and did you say did you say the Celtics was looking to give Shane Battier? Yeah, Celtics right now discussing Shane Battier with the Rockets. Oh, that'd be nice for them. That'd be well, you know nice. Doc Rivers always thinking defense. If Doc yeah, Rivers, yeah. <laughs> right, he can shoot on the perimeter. I mean, he's not just a great scorer, but he can shoot, especially right. if you leave him alone. So, you right. know, he's a guy that you're gonna have to pay some attention to. You know, right. and he plays good defense. Very good. That would be nice for the Celtics. Yeah, that would be nice for the Celtics. But we'll be following all the rumors. You guys go to our website, go to rfsportsradio.com, and you can follow all the trades as they happen, up to the minute information about that. If you go in there now, all those trade talks are posted right there on the website for you to take a look at. And we want to remind everyone that tomorrow we'll be at the Mavericks game as the Mavericks welcome the Utah Jazz in the town. This will be my first time seeing the Jazz without Jerry Sloan since I can remember uh, watching basketball. But they'll be in town tomorrow. And you can tune in and watch the live press conference uh, with Rick Carlisle at 6 p.m. Just go to our website, rfsportsradio.com. You can watch the live press conference right there on our website, thanks to uh, RF Sports Radio TV. And then after the game, immediately following the game, around about 10, 10.30 or so, you can also watch live coverage from the locker room as we interview the players and the players talk about the outcome of the game. So make sure you guys check our website out tomorrow for that. I want to thank everyone for coming on. Royce and Rick, thank you guys for being a part of the show as always. I couldn't do it without you guys. 
And make sure you tune hey, in on a, Thursday. A, Go ahead. I had a question for you before you left. For both of you, you know. Now think about it. Put it in perspective. Would y'all be willing to trade Karan Butler's expiring contract for Devin Harris? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. No. Neither one of you. I wouldn't. I, I think. I think Karan's a better fit for this team. Honestly, I think Karan's a better Again, fit than Devin Harris. For this team. Expiring contract, which means you got to re-sign him next year. Mm. I, no, think I, I, think I, I think I think I resigned Karan. <laughs> I think I resigned Karan. I, I mean, would you do it? I think I take the deal, dog. <laughs> but what? But what if yeah, well, what would, a, you, would you like to be a coach with that in that position, though? I mean, I mean, wow. Oh yeah, you got a bench. Yeah, wow. So that's perfect. But I wouldn't do it. I, I'd keep her on. Mm. Yeah, I just yeah, wanted, just wonder where your head was at. <laughs> that's a good question, though. That's a, that's a really good question right there. I, I have to see how they play tomorrow. Maybe I might change my mind. <laughs> Depending on how they play tomorrow, I might change my mind. If, if Darren Williams get out there and hit 30 on him, I might change my mind at, at that point. So we'll see. Oh, that's- Thank everyone for coming on. And, uh, and make sure you guys tune in on Thursday. We're going to talk about all the trades that should be pretty much getting to fruition. They should be finalized then. So we we'll see you guys on Thursday, same time, same channel. Thank you for listening to the RF Sports Radio Show, where sports talk from a fan's perspective. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.